Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to Burnt Cookbook Party, an original Pathfinder campaign set in a unique fantasy world where four heroes of varying skills, attractiveness, and stupidity race against time to prevent a war. I am Jenna Steeper and I play Asdra Blepafey-addled half-elf oracle who is exactly who she says she is. And I am joined by... Andrew Hansen playing... Johnny Anaj, a scheming, smoldering, sarcastic ifrit, delighted by secrets and destruction. Caitlin Statehar playing Patty Hertz, a rat folk ranger dandy with a nose for gossip and cheese. Paul Luckmeyer playing Zelf, an elven battle chef carving a name for himself in the high-stakes world of magical cooking. We're today, of course, led and for the rest of all time by GM illustrious world builder Justin Green. Justin Green, how are you? We are recording this in a void of time. Uh, who knows when it will air, but it is today, Jenna Stieber's birthday. <laughs> Justin promised me, before Jenna got on, he promised me that he would treat Astra extra nice today. <laughs> wow, Justin, that's such a sweet thing to say, not on mic. There's no proof. There's no proof. Uh, well, I can't say the same for Astra. If anything, the velvet gloves are coming off. <laughs> and, She's been wearing velvet gloves. No, I'm yeah. excited because Astra doesn't really fight and she hasn't really fought. So I'm really hoping to get deep and dirty with it today. So everybody is separated on this train. We have rolled initiative and so we'll kind of go train car by train car based on the PC initiative order, which would put us uh, with Johnny Anaj first. Oof. So Johnny's being surrounded by four of these dwarven train employees. They look like possessed, like just enraged unnaturally so just by the presence of Johnny. And each of them are holding a mace that they're gripping tightly. Johnny Anaj, what would you like to do? Uh, Johnny Anaj is going to attack. I'm stunned. <laughs> when I draw my sword, I was then going to cut a tear in reality to open a fiery portal oh to summon God. a fiendish Dionychus to my side. Oh my God. <laughs> what? A screaming tear in space opens as this like devilish feathered human sized terrifying demon raptor steps out. Good God. It's very brightly colored in like yellows, blacks, and reds in a kind of alarming hazard pattern. Huh. It's kind of disorienting <laughs> to look at it straight on. 
Andrew, is this Deinonychus just a summon monster spell, or is it like a class feature? It is a class feature. Oh, 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 oh that's even better. Dinosaur pet. Paladins at like fifth level get like a divine bond. Normally in older editions, that's when they got their horse, their mount. Uh, Johnny <laughs> Brightchild had his holy symbol is actually his divine bond, and that gives him some extra oh. abilities and stuff like that. And Johnny Anaj has the class ability to use any creature from the summon monster list that scales with his level that he can summon as like the creature that he's bonded to but they have to have like a fiendish type oh that's pretty cool so i chose a dinosaur because zitrix favors lizards and snakes and stuff like that cool okay for a moment i thought you were gonna say that dinosaurs are canonically evil (laughs) in justin's universe well i mean my Dinonychus, which I haven't come up with a name for yet, uh, is going to full attack the train car person next to him. Andrew, how do you feel about Diane as its name? Diane? Yeah. Oh, Dianicus. I mean, oh my god! First name Diane, last name Onychus. Yeah, Diane Onychus. Paul's picking up what I'm putting down. Uh, yeah, that sounds incredible. We're going with Diane. Yeah. Excellent. I didn't want to like pressure this because I know it's your dinosaur and you get to name it but I was like I would love to name it Diane <laughs> you're gonna get so attached and then when we fire Andrew from the podcast <laughs> oh. a creepy character, we're not gonna be able to keep her oh, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so that, that's a hell of a start yeah, the bite also, right? So I think that Dinonychus just rips apart that train person. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Diane deals 21 damage to the train employee that was furthest away from you. The other three were kind of gathered around you already. This is enough to kill it, Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> Anything to say about uh, what happens here? Oh, man. So like Diane has the pounce ability. Oh, yeah. As yeah. soon as Johnny cut open the portal, <laughs> oh the dinosaur leaped through and just pounced on the guy and then lets out like the Velociraptor scream from uh, Jurassic Park as it rips apart this guy's throat and stomach. Oh, so this great. poor train employee. <laughs> Mondays. <laughs> Are you excited about being off the hook now? As Johnny and Naj, no longer Blade of Mercy. I honestly, I'm most excited to be fighting with a dinosaur companion. I think that's just something that I need to check off. That is pretty amazing. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. It's been holding you back from having a dinosaur companion. (laughs) On the train employees' turns, they are uh, surrounding Johnny and Naj. They do not seem at all put off by the fact that (laughs) one of them was just eaten by a dinosaur. They're solely focused on attacking Johnny. They're all going to swing their cursed maces Uh one at a time. They each get one attack here. You're trying to be a 23 right now because I'm fighting Uh, defensively. Cool. So it (laughs) was uh, a 20, a 16, and a 7 after their flanking bonuses are added in. None of these succeed. You are able to dodge around them. They're not trained combatants, even though they do have a nice weapon in their hand, and none of them hit you. Excellent. Snipperit is going to cast a spell called Spectral Hand, which creates a ghostly hand made out of his life force. He can use it to deal touch attacks from a distance. Ooh, shit. 
I don't like that. <laughs> Still has eyes on you, but has stepped into the space between the train cars, like ready to run if he needs to. Two cars down from Johnny and Naj, Zelf. The vendor pulls open the crate and out of it floats a humongous creature, which has like a red scaly dragon body and the head of a very sad looking goat. It spreads out its hooved wings and flaps a few times. Like, it awkwardly lifts off the ground, but it's very quickly out of breath. It's like wheezing smoke out of its nose oh with a snort. But it is it is quite big, and so in that way, it's quite imposing. Justin, is this like a known creature? It is a creature that I have invented. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, the fact that you described it as sad. <laughs> if this is an in-universe creature, can I make intelligence check, or sorry, a knowledge check to learn about it? Yes, absolutely. That's a 22. Zelf, you know that this creature is not one that is fully natural. It's like... You know how in our world, pugs have been so overbred, <laughs> and now they can't breathe properly? Oh, no. oh but they're cute. This creature is like Just... that, except you have like this group of evil cultists who were breeding goats with dragons to try and create like a really badass, demonic-looking creature. <laughs> <laughs> and now they've got this thing that uh, its like nose is so flat, it, it can barely breathe. And so it's gotten the name of Rathsmatic. Rath and Asthmatic. Rathsmatic. Do I know what kind of powers it has? Uh, you know that it can breathe fire, shoot fireballs. It's pretty strong. And it has learned uh, some like teleportation-y type air walking type of spells as well because it is so exhausted by flying normally. Another great creature, Justin. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. We'll stand up from his seat. He says, let me ask you one thing. Is this all about you just wanted to scare me and humiliate me to make a deal and maybe get some money for your satisfaction, or are you here to kill me? <laughs> Both of them answer at once. The rare animal vendor says, I'm here to kill you. <laughs> and Tudrak <laughs> says, I'm here to scare you. <laughs> uh, then he realizes he's got the wrong vibe, and he's like, no, I I'll, I'll kill you. I'll do it. <laughs> Good. Uh, Great. Self stands up, and he says, all right, let's make this quick. <laughs> That's a good clarification to get, Paul. <laughs> uh, and I want to cast Blistering Invective. Okay. And it is a spell, so I'm going to cast Leyline Magic. Hell yeah. And this one says, Zelf is instead affected as if targeted by the spell instead of the caster. So I think that's open to interpretation, mm. Justin. Does that just mean that if somebody else had eaten it, then Zelf would be the one casting it? Or does it mean that Zelf is going to light on fire instead of these guys? Oh, boy. You're fine. It would be like if Manny had eaten it, then you would have gotten this ability to <laughs> okay. do the listening invective. <laughs> That's so funny. This freaking Leyline magic. I think it would list an episode or two for flavor. No, this thing has been right? stuck on me since we left Fainwin. <laughs> yeah. And I've been like, oh, just uh, if I can find some way to get rid of it, I will. It has not happened. I would just sit and listen <laughs> to you roll these for hours just to see what all the different <laughs> options are. Yeah, it's really fun. There are some good ones. I like that both you and, and Andrew, your characters have suffered pretty debilitating alterations to your characters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that would otherwise 
really change the vibe, except that we're in a time loop. So maybe it won't. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we'll see. I can't wait to see what secrets Caitlin and I have. What secrets? Do any of us have secrets? It's got real end of season vibes, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Things are as weird as they can be right before we restart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Justin, I got a 28 on my intimidate check. What is the DC for that roll? Because every five points above makes him shaken for another round. Yeah, it is going to be different for each of them. So it's 10 plus the target's hit dice plus their wisdom modifier. Definitely intimidated. The rare monster vendor. Also Tud Greg. Yeah. Lovely. They are shaken for three rounds as they are intimidated by your verbal assault upon them. So Self takes out his spicy hot sauce that he made in an earlier episode. Oh my god, the poison kind? For Self it wouldn't matter because he's got that class ability. Uh, And he gets a little (laughs) lion on his tongue. And as he speaks, sparks of fire start to come off. And he says, you came here to me for ruining your business when all it took was one rodent revolutionary opening your (laughs) cages. That does two damage, and they have to make a reflex save DC 16 or catch on fire. Yeah. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> Tudrake has a plus zero reflex. <laughs> Boom. Uh, Boom. <laughs> the baby. monster vendor has a minus two reflex. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, so you've caught both of them on fire. Hell, yeah. <laughs> and Zelf is going to finish his tirade by saying, your business would have gone down in flames even without me. But if you want me, here I come. <laughs> <laughs> and he's gonna cool. get out his giant fork. It's pretty good. <laughs> well, oh, okay. shit. oh shit. <laughs> Will you roll a 1d6 for uh, the additional fire damage? A four. Does ending that by pulling out a giant fork make it cooler or less cool? <laughs> oh, less cool. But if you're a giant chef, you're kind of bought in. Like, self-dresses as a cook everywhere he goes, except for when he goes to sleep in his pajamas. No one questions it at this point, but it's not cool. Uh, So the rare animal vendor has to make a successful handle animal check in order to get the Rathomatic to do anything. Funny. (laughs) Uh, He did. He rolled a 25. So that is enough. Uh, He is on fire, shaken, frightened, but he screams at the uh, Rathomatic to attack. And it is going to shoot a fireball at you and Manny and the little elf flute here. Oof. Oh no. oh no! Oh no! I forgot the Eliflu is gonna be in your train car. You get a chance to make a DC sixteen reflex save. Whoa! I have a class ability called Superior Recipe. It says a Mjolnir chef improves upon the original at fifth level. The chef gains <gasps> plus one on saving throws against spells and spellic abilities she has identified with her discerning palette. Ha! <sighs> yeah, absolutely. I think I've got to spin inspiration on this. Do it. This bumps me up to a 19. Yeah, Yeah, it's worth it. Excellent. Uh, So you have half that damage. You only take five damage from the fire. So this fireball shoots out of the Rathmatic's mouth with like a hacking cough. Three whole rows of seats on both sides of the aisle are hit by this giant fireball. You and Manny are able to successfully make a reflex save to reduce that. Poor Piccolo does take the <gasps> full amount. Oh, no. The Rasmatic starts to like breathe even worse. It can't do this uh, again for another two rounds. Well, that's good because you rolled really low on damage. <laughs> could have been much worse. <laughs> that could have been bananas. <laughs> on Tudrak's turn, uh, he is going to drop to the ground as a full round action and roll on the floor to put out the fire that was started on him. On Manny's turn, he is going to 
ask you, Zelf, what he should do. Chef, Chef, how can I be helpful here? Manny, when you're in a food competition, you can't focus on a single course. <laughs> it's the entire meal that wins. So I think you need to head back, help Patty, and then when she's done, come up here to help me. Manny has an ability that is kind of like Zelf's called Milnor Scholar. So when he successfully identifies a creature, he can spend a standard action to provide detailed information to his allies. Nice. So he has succeeded at a knowledge check, Zelf. When he does this, he can grant anyone that can hear him a plus one circumstance bonus on weapon damage rolls made against, uh, in this case, the Rathsmatic. You had already identified it. He's not really telling you anything that you didn't know before, but there, there's something about just how well he's doing <laughs> that gives you this bonus. Fatherly pride. Mm. Whoa, Aww. pride bonus. Stealth <laughs> is going to give Manny a sneering smile because he always is a sneer. Uh, and as Manny climbs over the back of the car, Self is going to nudge him a little bit with his elbow and say, uh, Manny, you're coming along. <laughs> Aww. So sweet. After he gives you this fact uh, about the Rathsmatic, he's like, its head is a goat and its body is a dragon self. I hope that helps. He picks up Piccolo uh, and he runs out the back of the train car. Astrablep. Oh, yeah. Here we go. When we left off with you, you are in the front of the train in the cafe cart with Zalvit, who is the leader of the New Haven Thieves Guild. And it is your turn. Were we actively in combat? Had they done anything to me yet? No, so far it has been just talking. He believes that you have killed Tommy Ember Eyes, and uh, he is looking to turn you over to the murder, the Tengu crime family, because of that. Why don't you team up with our group and we'll fight them off together? Because I'm invested in them not killing you off if that is going to lead to me having to deal with them. Uh, I rolled a 29. Because, I mean, you've been looking for us this whole time. And you've only just now caught up to us. So we're actually pretty good at this kind of thing. So why don't you join us? Wow. He says, well, <laughs> I already have a group. I have the Thieves Guild. And <laughs> you might not realize it, but uh, our ranks are, are vast. Uh, we've got thieves all over Berwyn all over Rescris that are willing to help me out. I've been talking to some of them, and it sounds like you've spent the last couple of months just flitting from city to city, robbing and cheating anyone that you come into contact with. Well, not anyone. <laughs> right, not us. <laughs> well. Astra, then you begin to realize that you are not alone in this room. Uh-oh. In some poofs of, like, glitter, you find that you are surrounded by tooth fairies. Oh, fuck. <gasps> Knew it. And sitting opposite Zalvit is the fairy godfather himself. Shit. This is tragedy, Astra. You could have had that beautiful smile of your dreams. But here we are. <laughs> oh, you simple little tooth fairy, you. And she'll pull <laughs> aside the veil that she has been wearing this entire time, and she flashes him the biggest grin that she can possibly muster. Hell yeah. Flashing her pearly, pearly, sharp, white canines that they thought they had stole from her. (laughs) I think you'll find my bite is bigger than my bark. (laughs) And I think that you've bit off more than you can chew, Astra. 
Oh, oh no! Damn, Percy got a trash talk battle. He had his own tooth-related comeback. God damn! Counter pun. This is some real Monkey Island bullshit. Yeah, you're kidding. <laughs> you and I, our deal is in the past. Right now, I'm representing the interests of Lord Marth. I believe that you have something that belongs to him. I do. I've got so many things that belong <laughs> to so many people. It's hmm. genuinely um, the crown. Yeah, the crown. Oh, I don't have that. Is that another tooth pun? (laughs) 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 Oh, fucking awesome. I don't have the crown, and I'm not going to give it to you. And why do you want it? And it doesn't matter, because I'm not going to give it to you. (laughs) Mm, mm, mm. It's not me who wants it. It belongs to the Marths. You stole it. Uh, I'm going to return it to them. It's their property. Well, <laughs> that's true. I did forget that that was something that we took out of a mausoleum. <laughs> You're right. We did steal that. <laughs> that's really fucked up that we did that. <laughs> but I don't have it. And I don't think the Marth should have it. So, I mean, I think we're at an impasse here. So what are we going to do here? Are we dancing? What are- <laughs> the four small Tooth Fairy Mafia extractors is what they're called they're the ones that have the giant oversized pliers jesus they start clacking them menacingly at you as you say you're not going to comply uh that's fine astra's going to i really want to fight justin (laughs) 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 this is so hard fight (laughs) come on jenna it's your birthday (laughs) you should go ahead and do what you want I do want to roll the things so they make noise and I see the numbers. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, goblin brain, right? I want the stuff. It's like playing a penny slot machine. You're like, oh my God, make the lights light up. <laughs> All right. Astra <laughs> is going to cast uh, one of her brand new level three spells. This is not an aggressive spell. <laughs> so it's barely even combat, Hardly. but it is stunning barrier greater. You're closely surrounded by a barely visible magical field. The field provides a plus two bonus to AC and saving throws. Uh, And it is not discharged until it has stunned a number of creatures equal to your caster level. Uh, Any creature that strikes you with a melee attack is stunned for one round. So this is barely even aggressive. This is a gentle (laughs) safety net gentle and safe yeah totally safe totally safe totally safe i also would like to attempt a intimidation check on hmm which of these do we think is wimpier (laughs) i think on the fairy godfather they are both leaders of their respective guilds so (laughs) probably neither of them but she's gonna do that and she's gonna slowly back away towards the door and say, listen, listen, I don't need you to give me my teeth back and I don't have the crown. So there's really, if you think about it, no business between us that (laughs) uh, we need to see through. And if you want to insist that there is business between us, then I am going to have to insist (laughs) that there is not. And if you continue to escalate, then I'm going to have to 
finish the business, I guess. She's so bad. She, neither of us are good at combat. <laughs> shit talking. But I rolled an 18, so that was a 27 intimidate check. That succeeds. He is intimidated. Ooh. He's like, look, I, I'm just trying to have a conversation, Esther. I didn't even bring the taffy pull. I was thinking about it. But I left it back at the candy factory. Is the taffy pole mobile? (laughs) Did it have wheels on it? Yeah, okay. Well, we're just talking then. I love that. I love to talk. She's going to reach behind her and try the door. Is it unlocked? Yeah, it's unlocked. Okay. She's not going to go through it. (laughs) We can go to somebody in combat now. Let me think about this. Okay. Patty Hurts, you uh, have opened the door on the back of the caboose and have looked inside and saw Gentry Till strapped to a bomb for other, <laughs> uh, not the full bombs, but detonators counting down from five minutes here around this room. Bruler dressed as the dentist on the opposite side of the car. What would you like to do? First, I'd like to thank you for clarifying that this is not five different bombs, which is what I thought. And I was like, Jesus Christ, Justin. It is five different bombs, Jesus but only Christ. one of them is in this room. Oh. Oh. Jesus Christ, oh, Justin. Well, it's even worse. Again. For those oh of us who God. listened to the Black Market episodes quite some time ago, could you remind us where we left Bruler last? <laughs> Patty built a uh, saw-style trap for him uh, with his own bombs, uh, strapped him in the bomber jacket that he had put her in, uh, and put the key to his escape in there, um, but he would have to uh, get through a bunch of traps to get it, and now he is unwell. But who thought anything would come out of that? You know, that <laughs> All of us. All of us immediately. Uh, I, I was telling Nate about this the other night. And I was like, why didn't I just kill this guy? I thought it was so cool to leave him in this trap. He bought you a parade. He deserved a chance. But I didn't leave him alive to be nice. I left him alive because I thought it was cooler to put him in the saw trap and then walk away dramatically. And look where it's gotten me. And here we are. We never met Bruler, did we? That was just like a Patty side story, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 This is is our first experience. The the entire thing was after Patty disappeared and then before she showed back up. Before I do anything hasty, I would like to carefully from my vantage point in the doorway look at the detonators and the bombs to figure out how things are hooked together make sure that there's not like a dead man switch that Bruler's holding that'll set them all off or anything or that like if it looks like damaging one would set the other ones off or anything look for any tomfoolery around how these detonators are connected yeah, you can either make perception or craft traps, whichever one's better for you. My perception is a little bit better, so I'm going to use that. Ooh, I rolled well, so nice. that's a 30. Patty, you look at these bombs. You recognize them uh, from working with Bruler in the past, being aware of how bombs are made, how they work. You feel a couple things. First, you can estimate that it is probably like a DC-18 disable device check to disable these. You will need to make one on each one. If you fail, it will go off. Oh, it will not set off the other four, but it will reduce the time by one minute. <laughs> oh my god! Oh okay. my god! Mm. This is a full ass bomb mini game, yeah, right? God. Can I tell if 
attacking Bruler would impact these at all, or does he look pretty clear? Uh, he is separate from the bombs okay. at this point. He has laid them down, uh, and they are their own device. Okay. With that understanding, I would like to, I guess, dash into the room and attack Bruler with my machete. Okay. Yeah. I was proud of myself for even taking a moment to review the situation and not just diving in. All right. It was growth. That is growth. I was like, what would Paul do? (laughs) Take the room in. Charge. (laughs) Time to go ham and cheese on him. Yes. Okay. So Justin, since I'm running in, I'm pretty far from him right now. Am I like charging? Does that change anything with what I just rolled? You have a choice. You can, you can move in normally. And attack. Mm-hmm. You can charge, which adds a plus two to your attack, uh, but your AC drops by two. Okay. I think I'm going to charge. I, this is a situation that charging right. is called for. Yeah. Patty, you run into this room. You successfully are able to get him with the machete for five damage. I'm not even going to say anything to him. Just let out a high-pierced shriek. Bruler. <laughs> <laughs> ah! is going to take an attack of opportunity from you, Patty, and he's going to run out towards the front of the train, away from Patty. Can I try to coin shot him as he's running away? Yes. (laughs) Absolutely, that's what I'm going to do with the platinum coin. (laughs) She says, don't you run from me, you coward! And flings a (laughs) platinum coin at the back of his head. So that's a 19. It strikes him in the back of the head. It knocks the dentist mask off of him, which clatters on the ground, and he continues out the door into the space between the train cars. Uh, you can see him start to climb a ladder on the passenger car that's next to you, uh, going onto the roof of it. Interesting. Gentry, I didn't roll initiative for him. He's going to speak to you now. He's just going to say, Patty, get out of here. You've got to forget about me and save yourself. Oh, whatever. It's not just this man wearing my costume. There's a whole group of them. Oh, Gentry, I appreciate you trying to help, but maybe you just sit still or try to work on wriggling out of your bonds or whatever rather than offering unsolicited <laughs> advice, okay? Damn. <laughs> Patty mad I'm at saving him. you here. <laughs> Shut up. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, okay, your input is fair. not yeah. needed at this exact moment, but thank you. <laughs> uh, Johnny Nash, what would you like to do? Do I see where the spectral hand is? reaching out for a high five but it's a trap Andrew. yeah exactly that's why i was gonna like you know say too slow and then hit it with a great sword but oh! you can attack the hand specifically johnny Anaj is gonna command diana onikis <laughs> to <laughs> pounce to this location to get a flanking bonus on that train employee plus four to those because it's charging and flanking is uh, yeah all right so i think those all hit Yes, for a total of 16 damage. This one's not dead, but I mean, he may as well be. Awesome. I need a dinosaur. My God. Spectacular. <laughs> You're a ranger, right? Like, I bet you can get that somehow. I don't think I'm that kind of ranger. Maybe not this time, Luke. Oh. <laughs> That's right. It's going to be park ranger Patty Hurts in the next time. Yeah. Oh, my God. Whoa. Whoa. For Jurassic Park, yeah. Wow. Okay. Oh my wow. God! How cute would she That's be incredible. in the Jurassic Park so little cute. outfit with the khaki shorts and the button-up shirt? Like she would look adorable. Yeah. She'd yes. be so cute. She would look incredible. 
Johnny Anaj, no longer fighting defensively, is gonna full attack. A uh, primary attack will go towards this guy. And the one who's heavily wounded will get his secondary attack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous. Johnny, you hit with both of them. Excellent. The one had like three health left. You deal 35 damage. <laughs> 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 it's Overkill. not a person anymore. You want to yeah. say what the second one does? <laughs> oh wow, I, that's a lot of damage. I, I so it looks like as I scored a critical to hit. Yep. And so there's sixty-seven critical Jesus. damage. Jesus, that's so. I don't even know. About three times the HP that he has. <laughs> oh my god, oh, Lord! You turn him into mulch. <laughs> Other than like some oh sort of crazy God. bloodness, like all I can imagine is that probably the colors in this action shot, like maybe they change colors so that like um, you're not really sure what's real and what's like an <laughs> artifact as like suddenly like the room fills with whatever color was previously being used to designate like red or blood or ichor as they just completely cover him and Dianonychus. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's my turn. Well then, I, just, I get once again thinking about how funny it is that the, your enemies expected sweet <laughs> blade of mercy, Johnny. You just turned one of their dudes into like relish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a hot dog topping. Actual like, mush. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I get to make an intimidate check as a free action. Yeah. As one of my feats, like Cornigan Smash, to demoralize the remaining train employee. Hmm, I wonder what a Cornigan is. (laughs) Do you get to decide who to demoralize? I'm just saying because I think that, Johnny, you would be able to recognize that this person is not really... Okay. Is Snipperit a valid target for this one? I can't tell (laughs) if he's too far away. He's 25 feet away from you. I don't know what your range is. Um, 30 feet? Yeah. Great. Okay. Yeah, uh, and using the Ifrit trait of Fiery Gaze, I can automatically take a 10 uh, on Demoralize actions. Good. Smoldering Gaze. Yeah, Yeah, right? I saw that. I'm like, wow, that's great. Too bad Johnny doesn't do Intimidate. And it's just like, oh, man, this is an excellent (laughs) opportunity. And so that's a 27. Using your bedroom eyes to demoralize just doesn't seem right. (laughs) 10 plus hit dice plus wisdom modifier. It might not be. I don't know about that. Yeah, that one doesn't intimidate Snipperit, but he is scared of you. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's smart enough to know that he doesn't stand a chance against you. Yeah. (laughs) Unexpected factors. (laughs) Uh, are there any trained employees standing? <laughs> There's one. There's one. It is going to continue to attempt to just bash you with the mace, Johnny. Bring it. A 22. It does. I'm no longer fighting defensively. Oh. Uh, he strikes you with the mace as you turn to watch Snippert leave. Uh, he only gets three damage on you. Oh, no. <laughs> Snippert is going to use his spectral hand uh, cool cool not cool <laughs> Andrew cool. Disagree is not cool the hand grips the back of the seat where Snippert was originally sitting watching you do this and Snippert casts animate object and this seat comes to life oh god <laughs> The back of the seat starts like clapping down on the base of it like it's a mouth like biting at you pretty funny it is going to try and <laughs> slam into you here. It's just, 
just like evil cherry from Pee Wee. <laughs> the natural 20 hits. Wow. Uh, and then it has a grab. Wow. It has a grab attack. And the grab hits too, I think. I don't think I ever <laughs> wow. Wow. Damn. Johnny, the critical doesn't confirm though, right? Right, no, it doesn't. Oh, <laughs> this God. chair uh, leaps forward at you and, and smashes you between its cushions. <laughs> the wood backing actually pinches into oh. you. It deals 12 damage and it is wow. grabbing oh, you. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Does it bite his butt like a cartoon dog? <laughs> 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 That's the most insane way for a chair to grapple somebody. I, I, I was kind of expecting a like Beauty and the Beast, like the arms would wrap around oh, yeah. him as he sat down in it. But no, the, it grabs him on the butt, like what Paul said. <laughs> <laughs> When you're a paladin, you train, and you battle, and sometimes you train battle. And if you like burnt cookbook parties, sometimes you join our Patreon at patreon.com slash bcbparty. Doing so will get you ad-free episodes, bonus content, and access to our Discord, which is, can I say, a heckin' cool place to be. It's a perfect place to chat about the show with other people who are listening along with you, and it's just a cool place to hang out to boot. But don't worry, there are definitely no more dramatic twists coming your way that you'll desperately want to talk to somebody about. We got a bunch of excellent questions from Patreon subscribers for the most recent Burt Cookbook Party Party, our in-person, out-of-character talk show. We just recorded the episode, and while it won't be released immediately, it should be up in the coming weeks. We talk inspiration, favorite characters we've ever played, and we update our... I, I wrote down most beloved pun names, but that's a generous interpretation of what the question is. We we update our most most notorious, most remembered pun names. And you can only listen to that if you follow our Patreon at patreon.com slash bcbparty. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Zelf, it's your turn. Oh boy, uh, I'm gonna move up and attack the rare animal vendor. Cool. I'm just gonna stab this guy. Is he still on fire? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. How convenient. I am, as a swift action, going to make him the object of my studied combat. Does a 20, I think that's a 23. Does that hit? Yes, it does. And it does nine damage. Justin. He's on fire. You wanna roll a d6 for him being on fire? I've got two things I want to do, but also yeah. the answer to your question is yes. <laughs> My new spell books give me a spellbook ability. When I have three or more spells from the spellbook list that I have prepared for the day, it allows me to, once a day, use an investigator combat talent as part of my studied combat. There is a talent called Twilight Talent and Improvisation. Whenever the investigator deals studied strike damage with an improvised weapon, she can perform a dirty trick combat maneuver targeting that foe as a free action. So this guy will get an attack of opportunity on me. Uh, I want to make a studied strike. uh, Yeah, a studied Uh, strike and a dirty trick. He has very little health left. Uh, If you want to see if... Yeah, he's he he dead. Oh, that was it. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Easy enough. I see. You know, Patty was like, I gotta think like Paul. I was thinking like Caitlin. I wanted to take the fork and stick it in his foot so he couldn't run away. <laughs> yeah, this is just a, a, a no merchant. He's not a combatant. You've set him on fire. Uh, you walk up to him and stab him. Uh, he he's done for. Zelf. Zelf is feeling the pressure, the increase in complexity of everything around them. So one guy gunning for him is just an annoyance. So we'll say, not even a mouthful. <laughs> He'll point at Tudrak with his fork and say, all right, little boy, this is your chance to run away. Oh, no. <laughs> so scary, Paul. Excellent. And that's my turn. The Rathsmatic, without anybody giving it instructions, is too lazy to attack on its own. And you see it sort of like perch back into the box that it came out of, disinterested. Tudgrek is frightened, Zelf. He's just watched you skewer this dude who is burning. He (laughs) is trying to gather his confidence. He's like, I I don't have any problems with you, Zelf, but I I made a promise to the other Black Market boys. And I'm warning you, they, they gave me this... This suit, it gives me super strength. And he he opens up his robe a little bit. These brown and green robes are all wearing. And he shows you this pretty flashy looking vest that he's wearing. And he says, uh, don't try me. Uh, he's going to attempt to punch you. Eat him, son. Eat him. Eat him. <laughs> eat him. Oh, no. You should eat him. It's like Jenna yeah. said, there's no yeah. witnesses around. It's just Paul, you and Manny. you should eat him. Paul, do it. Eat him. <laughs> He's rolled a 15. My AC with my iron skin spell is 22. 
All right. Yeah, he attempts to punch you and he <laughs> misses by a wide margin. Uh, it's very sad. <laughs> no. <laughs> Manny is going to double back and say to you, Zelf, there's some people in the next car. They, they look serious. Can I have to be more specific, Manny? Just means it's not Astra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he says, I, I think that they're not on our side. I think that they're with the others. Can you go over the top? I, I'll try. I trust your judgment. So you see him attempting to lift Piccolo with him as he uh, climbs up the ladder on the side of the cars here. Good luck, Manny. <laughs> In the cafe car, the fairy godfather, he, he's still shaking himself. He is going to say to the other two fairies, listen, uh, maybe you can convince her to help out. Let's find out how, where she got those teeth from. Maybe I can have a whole set made, an entire astra mouth for myself. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't say such things. You were just at the door. You were just about to leave. And then you hear I could have avoided hearing that. Yeah. <laughs> The Tooth Fairy gunners, not the ones that are holding the pliers, the ones that are holding the bizarre Tommy guns with like the little funnel on the top. They drop like a handful of teeth into it. Oh, no. And they are going to fire it at you. Oh, so damn. they can fire in a 15 foot cone or a 30 foot line versus touch AC. Justin, what sound does it make when they shoot these guns? <laughs> I think it sounds like a typewriter, probably. <laughs> Teeth chattering. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. Tooth gun. They they both fire at you. One rolled a 20 and the other a 16. Uh, Do I get any sort of reflex save or anything? It is against your touch AC. Oh, my touch AC is 13 because I'm a magic user. Womp womp. (laughs) A variety of teeth start to aim against you. Uh, A couple of them are dull. They bounce off. You don't hurt. A couple of them are very sharp uh, and maybe actually like break skin a little bit. You take a total of four damage between the two attacks. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well. (laughs) More insulting than anything. More gross and weird than actual damage. Yeah. She goes, ow. Hey, ow. Hey. Hey. That hurt. <laughs> That's not good behavior. <laughs> Justin, are these guys Astra's nemesis because teeth are like the evil form of bead? Stop. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, wow. I had an, whoa. Stop. Paul, you made connections that I didn't. Oh, my God. No, I think that it makes a lot of sense because, like, they're they're also tidy and organized in a way that loose beads are not. Right? <laughs> and they're fey. It's oh the whole spectrum. <laughs> yeah. They're, I mean, they are using them essentially as beads or bullets. And I mean, you can make very unsettling jewelry with teeth. So they are bead-like <laughs> in that respect. It's so true. Paul, you cracked it. <laughs> like the tooth. Like a smile. Andrew, Jesus. Damn. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> the tooth fairy extractors mm-hmm. are going to move around you, Astra, the ones that weren't already next to you, and they are going to attempt to get their pliers into your mouth. No, Justin. Uh, and get them a tooth. <laughs> Justin, this is yeah. somebody's nightmare. It really is. <laughs> and if it's not, it will be. It's getting there. Well, yeah. this sounds like a melee Ugh. attack. Yep. 
So this will activate my stunning barrier. Perfect. Oh, thank God. Thank yeah. you, John, for <laughs> yeah. sparing us that. <laughs> yeah, we did not want that to be successful. <laughs> no. Any creature that strikes you with a melee attack is stunned for one round. Will negates. So they might have to succeed on their check to try to do this first. And the DC is 18. Okay. That's pretty good. Man, how's your DC so high? It is multiple points higher than mine. Powerful. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> just, just my power. Don't worry about it. Yeah. What's your CMD? Oh, uh, My CMD is 18. Nice. I have high dexterity. This is where it comes from. These people probably are not even going to get in there. Good. Good. They shouldn't. <laughs> uh, you had to say it. You had to say it. <laughs> so four of these tooth fairy extractors uh, start flying around your head. Two of the four of them actually wedge it into your mouth, going after those beautiful new teeth that you just got. <gasps> no. And they are in succession stunned and fall out of the sky and like clatter on the ground, dropping their... <laughs> Pliers. I'm a human bug zapper. What can I say? <laughs> yeah, this is like a Felix the Cat cartoon. Each one flies <laughs> up one at a time, gets knocked off, and then they fall in a row. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, you really could not have chosen a better fly-like uh, creature to get zapped by this. <laughs> Funny. Astra Blep, what would you like to do? Uh... <laughs> Astra's going to lean behind her and lock the door. Is there a lock on this door? Yeah, you can lock that. She's going to lean back and <laughs> lock the door. <laughs> and she's going to look at the Tooth Fairy Godfather and say, well, I wish you hadn't had done that. You know, <laughs> we were trying to have such a civil conversation here about business and yeah. our interests and the way that they divide. But I can't just let you take swings at me like this you have to understand you know my friends aren't here to protect me and they're also not here to witness anything oh shit <laughs> <laughs> yes yes yeah. astra's off the <laughs> leash alright <laughs> here's what I'm going to do first I'm going to cast my flicker ability because that is a swift action and so I'm just going to use that to get out from amongst these little, horrible little gnats. Yeah. I want to appear right between Zalvit and the fairy godfather. I will be using charm monster on the fairy godfather. Okay. Ooh. Are you calling him a monster? Well, it's not me. It's oh, the game. It's the game. It's the game. Oh, jeez. Once per day when you succeed at a bluff diplomacy or intimidate check against a creature, which I had, you can charm that creature as if using charm monster with a caster level equal to your character level. So he gets a will save to try to not be charmed by my delightful presence, Justin. <laughs> Jenna, what, what is the name of that ability? Uh, it's called <laughs> Dreadful Charm. Dreadful? Yeah! Was that not dreadful, dreadful, but kind of charming? Oh, it was. <laughs> uh, he has rolled a 19. Damn, okay. It was it was an off chance. Well, I do have a lot of stuff that gives me bonuses against Faye. Let me see if any of them are relevant. <laughs> I did forget that this guy was Faye, even though it's really in his name. 
They do have the trait Fey Blessed. Growing up near the Whispering Woods have endeared the Fey to you. Gain plus one trait bonus on checks to influence Fey. But I don't think that really... Part of me wants to argue that plus one trait bonus on checks to influence Fey. What is more influencing than a magic spell to make them like me? But (laughs) The shaken will lower it. uh, And I'll give you the bonus from it being a Fey as well. Yeah, so I will say that it does succeed. (laughs) There's a lot of math that we're going to cut out. I was going to say, that'll be fun for someone to edit out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I have successfully charmed the fairy godfather. I'm going to say, listen, tooth fairy. We've had such ugly business between us, but that's all in the past. It doesn't have to be like that anymore. And if you try to make your little friends attack me, I'm just going to hurt them. And that only weakens you in the long run. And I think we both know that our real enemy here is Salvin. (laughs) I don't know why he is putting you up to this sort of thing, but you don't have to stand by and let him throw your men into a meat grinder. Like, where's all his backup? What resources is he putting on the line here? You know what I mean? (laughs) I'm convinced (laughs) and that's my turn you can see something change in the inky pools of the fairy godfather's creepy black eyes and he turns and looks across the table at Salvit he kind of glowers Patty what would you like to do so I would like to take a look at Gentry's bindings hopefully he will actually be helpful Uh, gentry sees you fumbling he says patty just just leave me one of them stabbed me with a dagger i I think it was poisoned i don't think i have much longer (gasps) anyway you you get out of here oh my god can i figure out if he is serious about this like is this true you're no doctor but he does look quite pale he seems to be struggling breathing. You see, like, oh no, beneath the bomber jacket, like, there's some blood on his clothes. No, oh my god. Well, I don't know how to heal, so that's a problem. <sighs> um, mm, I can't just. No, I have abandoned too many allies. Aww. Today is not the day. All right. It would have been really nice if I, someone with no healing ability, had maybe gotten some supplies that would help with this or Justin knew what he was doing when he split us up. Yeah, exactly. Because I, I have nothing to assist with this. I have catnip. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I want to disable the bomber jacket. Yeah. Caitlin, are you nervous? I'm terrified. What? (laughs) There's a lot of moving parts in my, Caboose back here. It's explosive. Battle caboose. <laughs> the battle boost. <laughs> so many bombs in my caboose, and I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're just going to do it in true Patty fashion with renewed enthusiasm. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, the renewed enthusiasm makes her fumbly and she does even worse. 
Oh, boy. That's not the story Uh-oh. we're in right now. Boy. This is not how I wanted this to happen. Oh, I thought this was going to be a redemption arc. Wow. Patty was going to save her friend. Oh. Patty, make a reflex save. No. Oh, God, no. guys. Oh, oh, no. She'll be fine. <laughs> okay, I had a 20 on my reflex save. Unfortunately, as you are fumbling with this bomb, concerned about getting Gentry to safety, you accidentally pull the wrong oh. wire and trigger it. Oh, no. And it explodes. <laughs> oh, no. You Holy are shit. <laughs> fast, Patty, and quick and small. You've successfully made your reflex save, which lowers the damage to just 11 fire damage that you oh, take as God. this explodes. But this car goes up in flames. Oh, my God. Oh, this is not going well. And you see the other four bombs drop to four minutes left. Oh, my God. Fuck me. Oh, Jesus. Is there like a dramatic moment where Patty makes eye contact with Gentry before diving out of the (sighs) way when she realizes? Shit. Jenna. <laughs> I'm really relieved Sorry. that I made that reflex save because that original 22 damage mm. was half of my hit points. <laughs> so that would have been a big old one fell swoop <sighs> of half of my points. So it's better than nothing, I guess. <sighs> Does anybody else have any points in disabled device? Just curious. I guess I don't. <laughs> I don't know. No. Uh, yeah. Okay, thank God self does okay from from opening clams and stuff. A little bit, not a bunch. We haven't had to do this much. Gentry is dying, so he is going to start making death saves. No! Oh, oh my God! If he dies, this is going to absolutely destroy Patty. Like, no joke, oh, guys. No. This is increasingly the worst loop possible. <laughs> I my guess is we can make it worse. We still got time. Oh yeah, we've got plenty of time to make <laughs> okay, it. Okay, we don't have to try. This oh, isn't a competition. Oh, that, oh okay. <laughs> Never mind then. Johnny and Naj. Man, there's a giant fucking chair grappling me. <laughs> <laughs> I can beat it. CMD. It's just so powerful. It's big chairs. Like it's got my back. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to attempt to get out of the chairs while I have Diana Nikus move next to me to do a pounceful attack on the train employee. Cool. Great. The bite and the four claws hit. Okay. Uh, for a total of eight damage. I don't think this guy's been hit yet. No, I don't think so either. He has not. So he's still standing as the dinosaur uh, pulls him away so you can deal with this fucking yeah. chair. Fuck chair. And then my CMB to escape was a 29. Yes, you are able to break out of the hold of the chair. I'm going to move back a little bit so that it'll have to move into flank us if it wants to step into that spot. Awesome. The remaining train employee is going to come up here and attack you, Johnny, with the mace again. Oh, this is not going to hit. All right. It misses. Snippet is running. And it's Zelf. It's your turn. So Zelf is going to shrink down his fork, and he's going to retrieve a blunt weapon. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at my list of ones that might work. I'm going to pick a ladle. <laughs> uh, and as a swift action, I'm going to make Tudrak the object of my studied combat. And I'm going to attack him. Yes! Tap this lad on the head with your ladle. <laughs> 
<laughs> Ladle up. <laughs> so embarrassing, really. <laughs> uh, Justin, would a 19 hit? Yes. Okay. Zelf is going to uh, swing his ladle doing non-lethal damage. Cool. You're saving him? For a total of 11. You're leaving him alive? <laughs> You have knocked Tugrak unconscious. He falls over into uh, one of the empty seats and onto the ground. Zelf, as you were studying him, though, this vest that he claimed was giving him superpowers clearly was not. And getting a better look at it, you realize that this seems to be lined with some sort of alchemical explosive. It's a palm vest. Oh, God. Oh, Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I I thought he had just gotten ripped off again. (laughs) (laughs) It's even worse. Uh, Well, Self can't help but smirk. It's a sneering smirk. And he prepares to use Disable Device to take this thing off. But that's probably my next round. (laughs) Perfect. And it is the Fairy Godfather. Mm -hmm. The Fairy Godfather uh, is going to attack Zalvit. Nice. Yes! Yes. You see him reach into his suit jacket and he pulls out a scepter. Uh, it's kind of like a mace, except that a bunch of teeth are stuck into it where normally it would oh. be like the metal spikes. It's just <laughs> sharp teeth. Gross. He swings over the table and slams the scepter into Zalvit's head for eight damage. Damn. Awesome. Good job. Really good. <laughs> really excited that this gambit worked. <laughs> way to turn them on each other yeah. well done what a terrifying way to fight <laughs> <laughs> sorry I don't have any giant dining implements I thought you were going to say a giant dinonychus you surprised <laughs> me <laughs> too, too. <laughs> Salve, what the fuck is Salve going to do what the fuck <laughs> fairy godfather <laughs> yeah for real it's <laughs> not particularly good at anything good it's going to make him a lot easier to kill. <laughs> he will point at you, Astrid, and say, you, you did this to him, didn't you? Listen, you can't blame me for all your bad business practices. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Uh, he is going to attempt to stab you. Me? <laughs> it would be funny if he stabbed you and got stunned. And he, then he does. I'm pretty he does. sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he attempts to stab you and is stunned. He falls backwards into the chair and drops his dagger. The gunners look between you uh, and Zalvit and they're like, boss, which which one should we attack? He points them at Zalvit and they start firing on Zalvit. Fucking incredible. Stone cold. <laughs> <laughs> The two non-stunned Tooth Fairy extractors float over and begin to uh, stick their pliers into Zalvit's mouth as he is stunned (laughs) and begin removing his teeth. Justin. Oh, my God. Astra Blep, what would you like to do? So fucked up. I think she's smiling in satisfaction. (laughs) (laughs) It's extremely, extremely true. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, she's going to watch this and... Oh, man, what is she going to say? She's going to lean over to the Tooth Fairy kind of conspiratorially and say, Hey, you want to know how I got these teeth? (laughs) Let me show you. And she's going to gently brush aside the Tooth Fairies hovering over this man's mouth. (laughs) And she's going to put her arm across his, his collarbone 
and pull his head back and sink her teeth into his neck. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> drain drain oh his blood. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wait, what? <laughs> Holy shit. Guys, there's something that you should know about Astroblip. <laughs> Justin, oh my God. Justin, when we were texting the other day, yes. what did I tell you my long shot theory was? That Astro was a vampire. <laughs> Why didn't I trust my instincts? Oh my God. How is this possible? As soon as she insisted on not taking the veil off, I thought this is weird, even for Astra. You guys should know that back in the mausoleum, the cocoon starts to crack. This wave comes over you, this thick air. This, you know, as you feel it, is concentrated evil. Everybody make a will save. Of course. Oh <laughs> well, I got a 13, but then due to some backstory hijinks, I have a minus two penalty against spells with an evil descriptor. Totally normal penalty to have. <laughs> that is really troubling, Jenna. Hello and welcome to a secretive recording of Burnt Cookbook Party. <laughs> Jenna, it is just you and I today. I, I don't tell me, but I do hope you're having secret recordings with everyone. <laughs> so I'm going to explain to you something that you're going to figure out at the beginning of the next time. The Marths go to the Arrow Peak dungeon to get this cocoon. Exposure to the crown causes vampiric affliction. <laughs> God. Which is what Alec is suffering from to a small degree and what oh. Winmarth is suffering from from a great degree and to what you have just been exposed to. Oh, no! By failing Justin, your will But Justin, <laughs> Justin, you can't make me a vampire without canines. Are you kidding me? So this is a, an actual Pathfinder thing called corruption. It is not necessarily true vampirism. It's like a slow rolled half <laughs> vampirism. If Astra is driven to feed, then the corruption would advance and she would be one step closer to actually becoming a vampire. <laughs> she has a variety of manifestations that she got to pick from, and each one also comes with a stain. So a, a pro and a con uh, for each ability. The corruptions I took, I took three. One is Allure, uh, which gives me bonuses to bluff diplomacy and intimidate, but means I don't cast a reflection anymore. <laughs> I also <laughs> took Dreadful Charm, which is kind of an advanced version of that. So I can potentially get my own little Renfield. <laughs> if I had to choose, it would be Johnny. But we'll see. <laughs> uh, and the third is Unlife, which is basically I can fast heal, which is pretty straightforward. But if I'm in direct sunlight, I become shaken. It's <laughs> just another one I think is really funny. Uh, and I'm throwing in fangs for free. Uh, because you gotta have them, and it's funny because you lost your teeth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Justin. <laughs> so, Astra, you awake around noon in your room in the Vilna estate. Your tummy is already rumbling from missing breakfast. <laughs> As you stretch and you pull yourself out of bed, hoping that you haven't missed mealtime, you notice that the thrumming pain in your mouth that you were starting to become accustomed to has disappeared entirely. Oh. What's going through Astra's mind? 
Well, I mean, Astra's pretty confused. Um, so I think the first thing she does is she's going to go to the bathroom and see see kind of what's up. Because like she'll tongue around her mouth a little to see if she can feel what's happening. But that's notoriously really difficult. I don't know if, you, <laughs> if you're ever like trying to get some popcorn out of your teeth. It's really hard to get it out of there with your tongue. <laughs> so she's going to wander sleepy, blurry-eyed into the bathroom to see what's happening. Yeah. So as you're walking in there, moving your tongue along your teeth, you aren't finding the gap that you expected to find. And you keep mm -hmm. going over it again. Maybe you've missed it, even though all you've done for the last couple of days is mess with it. But <laughs> <laughs> you get to the mirror and you are stunned to find only the empty room reflecting back at you. You yourself are casting <laughs> no reflection. <laughs> um, okay, so the next 10 minutes in real time in this game is Astra <laughs> doing the sequence where uh, she's in front of the mirror and she's like waving the arms of her outfit up <laughs> and, and watching the mirror mimic the shape of it without actually being visible at all. Uh, so she does a little vaudeville act like that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then she she starts to think. She was like, D oh, did I get bit? I don't think I got bit. Uh, and then she's going to laboriously check uh, every inch of her body to see if she can find a bite mark. Yeah, there's no bite marks to be found. But as you go into your mouth with your finger, you prick <laughs> against your canines, which have indeed seemingly grown back overnight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I never thought getting my teeth back would be so alarming. <laughs> Yet here we are. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh <laughs> um, boy, I'm hungry, but oh, what am I hungry for? <laughs> Her first feeling is a surprising measure of relief that she has been wearing a hat with a veil pretty regularly <laughs> since she lost her teeth because she knows that's gonna make it a lot harder to clock the fact that she doesn't have a reflection um, and that's also gonna hide the fact that she has teeth now <laughs> so like the not having a reflection thing other people around you get a dc 25 perception check to notice it I'm using the same thing for noticing that your teeth are back. <laughs> but with the teeth specifically, if any of them actively are looking at the teeth or mention the teeth, if, if they're in any way focused on it, I will retroactively lower that DC for that individual at that moment by 10. Patty, so Fastra, you guys have made your way downstairs uh, for some lunch as well. I feel terrible. We were up so late. It's so bright out now. Hydrate, Astra. You've got to hydrate. She's going to put on her hat and veil. I am going to have the four of you make a perception check for me. I got a 10. Uh, I got a 17. I got a 20. <laughs> Astra, what is our plan to get your teeth back? Are we just going to storm the Tooth Fairies some night when they think they're down there? Self, you notice for the first time as her veil moves ever so slightly as she's talking about this, she has her teeth. 
Uh, I think the only thing that we have left to cover, uh, and it's a small thing, is mm. that Astra now has a desire to feed on human blood. And each day that she doesn't do that, she will need to make a will save at night to keep herself from unconsciously hunting in her sleep. <laughs> I'll have you make one now for the night that you came back from the mausoleum. Oh, uh, so I rolled in Forge. I rolled a perfect 20 for a 24. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. All yeah. right. Excellent. Oh, I never would have pinned Astros having <laughs> good willpower <laughs> in this particular arena. We might just have to do it in front of everybody in the future. But anytime that we would sleep in the future, we'll try to make a, uh, a secret roll. As we wrap up this dinner party, yeah. I am needing specific roles from specific people, but I don't want to say oh, no. who or why. So what I'm going to say <laughs> is I'm going to have everybody make a perception check and everybody make a will save. Oh, right. oh God. <laughs> okay. Awesome. All right. I feel like the will save involves Johnny because he's got a fresh soul in him. <laughs> Uh, Astra rolled a 21 on her perception. Thank you very much. And an eight on her will. Thank you very much. Well, I'm sure none of that has anything to do with anything. (laughs) Totally, totally irrelevant. Wow. That's Justin's way of letting us know two people are playing a hidden role game. Shyla, the ASMR bard, is lying in bed. Her eyes are closed. She's not breathing. And there are two puncture wounds in her neck. Uh, And there's some blood on the pillow behind her head. Oh, shit. Wow. (laughs) Alex is the only vampire here, right? Right. Or that there are hidden vampires that we haven't met yet. It's a hidden role RPG. I mean, there is another vampire. TBD, who that is. Uh, And she has been (laughs) attempting to hide this uh, and curb this hunger. Shut the fuck up. With with incredible success. Yes, with amazing success. Yeah, I had no idea. And here's the best part. All of you know, and none of your characters know. (laughs) (laughs) He is helpless at this time, so you are able to drain his blood. Great. Oh my god! And that will save your bloodlust for the day. Oh, great! I love that. So mad. (laughs) I feel like when this game started, each of us as players agreed without speaking that there was an implicit contract that we wouldn't try to find out too much about each other's characters. Oh, is there? Andrew revealed in game. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's just me, (laughs) and that's over. Yeah. <laughs> this is what we get. We get a demon possessed Johnny and a vampire possessed Astra. I oh my god. I can't wait for you to re listen to all of the clues I've dropped. She, yes. <laughs> oh man. So many. I'm upset. <laughs> and you know what else? Yes. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. I decided this was the right moment to reveal it, and it was a little oh bit as a treat to myself. <laughs> you deserve this. For yeah, Thank no, you. that was good. That was a great reveal. Thank you.
Thank you for listening, and a special thank you to our Patreon subscribers, especially those who submitted questions for Burnt Cookbook Party Party. We recorded the party, but we're not releasing it right away because of spoilers for main feed episodes that we've recorded but haven't released yet. So keep an eye out for that in a few weeks from now. Burnt Cookbook Party is Andrew Hansen as Johnny Anaj, Caitlin Stadahar as Patty Hertz, Paul Lukemeyer as Zelf, me, Jenna Stieber as Astor Blepp, and Justin Green as GM and World Builder. This episode was edited for content by Justin Green and edited for sound by Akshay Balakrishnan. Produced by Jenna Stieber. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.